everybody welcome back to another episode of spiritual gangsta certified i'm your host illy bish i do apologize for the delay we were supposed to have an episode last week and that didn't wind up happening i was not feeling well feeling much better this week so on we go so up first we have gemini brown's weekly astro forecast to tell you how to get through this week a lot going on We still have Mercury going through its shadow period until April 16th, so it's out of its retrograde officially. However, it has to traverse over the area that it retrograded over. So there's going to be some themes that may be popping back up for you that happened during the Mercury retrograde. And then additionally, Jupiter at home in Sagittarius goes retrograde today, and it's going to be retrograde until August. So, um... We're actually going to be talking a lot more about this on a further episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified because I really feel like this is worth discussing. Um, we're going to, we're going to probably, I would say, spend maybe three or four episodes upcoming where Jupiter retrograde is mentioned um and these episodes don't necessarily all have to do with the same thing but i just feel like it's a really important theme then later on in this show i have a little talk on polarization and becoming depolarized i think that's really important um i originally recorded it while mercury was still retrograde so you'll notice i mentioned mercury retrograde in there but i still think that the themes are relevant (laughs) relevant oh my goodness prevalent now especially with jupiter going retrograde jupiter um is the ruling planet of sagittarius um this energy is associated with teaching religion spiritual experiences etc so i've felt like ever since Jupiter went home into Sagittarius, there's been a lot of different themes of people being on a soapbox preaching, (laughs) Um, you know, just this idealized idea of stuff. And it's, it's, it's apparent and it's evident. So I talk about polarization because I think we should all be just prepared for the type of energy that that brings. So sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. What's going on, world? It's your boy Gemini Brown here, back with another episode of Nalo Kicking Knowledge. Today, we'll be taking a look at this week's forecast, seeing what the stars have in store for us. So, let's get into it. As always, shout out to all the Aries celebrating birthdays this week. Pay close attention. This will be the energy that's with you all year. And I hope everyone enjoyed uh, the new moon that occurred a couple of days ago. And just to quickly recap, this was about setting intentions of how to take more action in our lives, how to invite new beginnings and, you know, tap into the energy of Aries, which is about being more courageous, confident, outgoing, adventurous, and things of that nature. Uh, being that it's a fire sign, it's uh, action-oriented in nature. So, Uh, When you think of fire, you think of movement, okay? So, movement, fire, all of that's going to be a theme this week. So, when we're in the 
beginning phases of a new cycle, it really is about movement. It's about taking the steps towards um, achieving or achieving the things that you've, you've uh, set your attentions to. All right? Always know that. Nothing is going to happen in a day or a week. Things take time, but your the action that you put behind it strengthens it. Okay? So this week, it's, we got a, a, a big event happening, and that is uh, Jupiter going retrograde, okay? And this retrograde is a lot different than uh, other retrogrades because I believe Jupiter, transit-wise at least, I don't have Jupiter retrograde natively, so I can't really speak of it, but from my years of following transits, Jupiter retrograde is a very fulfilling and productive time. Why? Because Jupiter relates to, you know, wisdom. It relates to spirituality at uh, some level, uh, you know, basically uh, reflecting. And that's what occurs. So this naturally syncs up with the influence of a retrograde, which asks you to go within. So, the things that we've been being taught during this Jupiter transit, we now get a chance to internalize them, to go in and really kind of see from a different set of eyes, you know? So, one, the first thing to do is to really think about what has Jupiter and Sagittarius been trying to teach you this year. Overall, it's about, it's been about living your truth, speaking your truth, um, addressing any issues you have with things that hinder you from living your truth, whether that be, you know, addictions, excess behavior, overconfidence, not paying enough to detail, paying enough attention to details, right? It's, it's about pinpointing those things and formulating, um, the truth about them and, and using that to help live your life in better accordance with, you know, who you want to be, okay, and what you believe in. So, it's going to vary for all of us, but you got to really lock in and, and understand what you need to get better at, okay, and this retrograde is going to support that. So, one thing I'm going to suggest here, like I'm always suggesting, um, is making more time for spirituality or whatever is your truth, okay? So spirituality, all of you here on this channel are in some shape or form on a spiritual journey and there are things that come with that. So, you know, one form of that being a star watcher, astrology, right? So you learn, you learn your your natal chart, it doesn't matter where you are on your journey, you could be learning your natal chart, you could be, you know, understanding uh, progressions or transits, but the key thing is to live life with this influence, okay, like making it a part of your, your day or making time for it, so rather than just watching this video one time a week and letting that be your spiritual nourishment for, you know, the week, you take time out of your day 
each day to dedicate towards, you know, spirituality. That can be watching another channel. That can be studying your chart, understanding what, you know, the houses mean more. But basically, like I said, just living that truth of what you believe in on an everyday basis so it can really uh, work for you, you know? Uh, knowledge is power and knowledge without knowledge put into action becomes wisdom okay so always remember the point of astrology is to know thyself so when you know thyself it makes it easier to deal with the things that life throws at us and that kind of brings me to um, the next influence this week uh, Sun Square Saturn I'm not done with Jupiter retrograde, but I want to go here, and, and it, it really speaks of what life is throwing at us. So this week, Sun is going to be square Saturn, and this is going to add a, anytime Saturn is in play, there's heaviness, there is a feelings of uh, restriction or, or, or limiting things, right? So for many of us, we're going to feel limited in one area of life or others, okay? Um, with the sun here, our self-confidence is going to be limited to some degree. But we now have to understand that a lot of this stuff is illusionary, right? We, we place the limitations upon ourselves. So the key thing with this transit here is to literally fight through whatever is going on. So, say you 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 get in an argument with somebody and they say something that really hurts your feelings. Rather than mope about it, how we use this Jupiter retrograde is to go within, listen, think, okay, why does this person feel this way? Is there any validity to it? And how can I learn from this? How can I become better rather than feeling sorry for myself? All right? Um, I watch a lot of sports, guys. So I like I have to make, like, for those of you who do watch sports, um, you could probably understand where I'm coming from. A perfect example of this right now is um, there's a college team, the, the, the NCAA championships are going down right now. And there's a team that literally last year, they lost in the first round, completely disappointed, completely, right? Like, damn, we're failures. We're the first team to ever do that, okay? This year, a whole year later, they are in the title game. And I bring this up because this literally shows Saturn. Saturn is like, I'm, I'm gonna, you're gonna fail in order for it for you to respond. I'm gonna see how you respond. And if you respond with optimism, Jupiter, you're gonna break through. So, like I said before, a lot of our limitations out here are truly self-imposed. And it's not about, you know, getting knocked down, it's truly how you respond. So this is going to be a major theme this week and going forward. Using, use, finding something, your truth, finding some type of faith to help pull you through 
you know, your trials and tribulations or your, your feelings of restriction, okay? So, once again, it's airy season, a time to find courage, to find strength, to be an inner warrior. So, don't feel sorry for yourself this week, but keep on fighting, okay? I just, like, it's crazy because the more you're on the journey, the more you truly realize how things work. And it's, it's like a weird truth, like, okay, right now, something bad or negative just happened to me. But the wisdom is knowing that if I stay composed, if I stay on my square, I'm going to come back 10 times stronger than I was before. Crazy but true, okay? Um, so going back into Jupiter retrograde, at the time that it goes uh, retrograde, there's a lot of interesting aspects uh, going on. Actually, there's a T-square going on at the time it, uh, it goes retrograde, and, and that's involving Mercury. So the conscious mind or lower mind is going to be in square to the higher mind, Jupiter. And it's also going to be squaring the moon that's going to be in Gemini. And this is really, you know, so this influence will show for like the four months that Jupiter is going to be retrograde, a lot of things that we're going to be dealing with. And, you know, I just spoke about one of them, which is, you know, needing, needing faith to overcome any emotional dilemmas. But then the next one is kind of like, like I said, the, the lower and the, and, and the conscious mind, they're going to be in disagreement. So, I look at this in a sense of wants and needs, okay? The lower mind is going to be telling you that you want something or something should be this way. But somewhere along in, you know, in the cosmos, your spirit guides, your intuition is telling you this is what's best for you. This is actually what you need, not what you want, Okay, so there's going to be uh, a tug of war between that. It's almost like uh, superficiality versus, I guess, just truth. You know, um, someone who captivates your, 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 your desires versus someone who feeds your soul. It's, it's going to be the strangest thing. So, like I said, a lot of reflection is going to be needed and then with Jupiter you know going to be opposing that moon is going to be a, a time where we want to truly watch out for excess we don't want to be you want to be generous but you don't want to be too generous or, or too giving all right because at the same time we got this party in Pisces so in addition to Mercury being there uh, Venus is there which is going to be conjunct Neptune so, to some regard, you know, whatever it is, like I said, within that battle, it's going to be like, this is my ideal, right? This is what I want for myself, want, right? But it may not actually be what you need for yourself, okay? So, it's going to require a lot of honesty, all right? A lot of honesty. And this is really where growth occurs. So, another thing to look out for this week uh, especially with the moon, like I said, the moon going uh, into Gemini. It's just being too sensitive, overthinking things, 
okay. Mars here, um, impulsiveness, impulsiveness would be at, at an all-time high. If, if we don't get our way, we can, you know, start to act out. So we want to be, we want to be courageous. We want to be confident, but we also want to be humble to some extent. All right. When that ego gets hit, it's like just go within. Like I'm gonna eat that. All right, and I'm gonna keep pushing on. Try not to be so reactive, or and if you do, you know, do so wisely. All right, it's like a, it's almost like a childish energy in the air. And so be mindful of people, you know, doing this to you as well. And then that's why I said when well, you having your your knowledge of the stars and really following it, you know how to respond. Okay, so a little bit of a tricky week, you know, the energy is gonna shift, but if you but if you're grounded and you're focused on what it is that you want to manifest, things will be fine. But like I said, make sure you're making time for your spirituality or your truth. Okay? Hard work needs to be put in. Um, action needs to be taken. Alright? So y'all, this is my interpretation of this week's forecast. Hope you guys enjoyed. If you haven't subscribed to my channel, feel free to do so. If you need to read it, holla at me. Till next time. Peace. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. I'm your host, Illy Vish. I wanted to do a little talk today on something that's been touching on me heavy to do. Um, I want to talk about polarization versus depolarization. Now, a lot of people may not know what I'm talking about, but I feel like as we get into it, you guys will understand where I'm coming from and you'll be a little bit more clear what I mean when I speak of being depolarized. Now, I'm not speaking of the word depolarization from a medical or scientific standpoint as it pertains to cells. Because if you look it up, that's probably one of the first things that you're going to see. Let me start off by explaining what polarized means in the sense that I'm discussing it. So, even if we look at um, astrology, and you guys have probably heard me say this a bunch of times, opposite signs are the same energy at different poles. So they're just different extremes of the same energy. Now, we could think of poles in batteries. There's a positive pole, a negative pole. Um, and the way that this ties into what I want to talk about is... Yeah, okay, it's important to understand the different extremes um, to which things work. But truly being able to transmute energy lies in the fact that you're able to realize what the different poles have in common. That what's, that's what lets you reconcile things and actually get things done um, instead of just existing at one pole or the other. Let me give you an example. We live, I live in Philadelphia in the United States, and we're in very polarized times politically, like extraordinarily polarized times politically. 
Um, it's gotten to the point where a lot of people don't want to discuss politics at all. It's gotten to the point where people feel as though, you know, there's this us against them mentality. That's the best way that I can actually describe being polarized. Um, polarized people don't leave room for nuance, um, aren't really open to other interpretations, um, don't really care about finding the common ground. It's more so, I'm on this side, you on this side, pretty much. That That's what it boils down to. So in politics, you can clearly see what that's happened, what, what has happened with that. And I have some, I don't like talking about politics because I have some really interesting views, <laughs> so to speak. Um, and to one who is polarized, you're, you would never understand, you know, the things that I think about what's going on. So I tend to stay away from talking about that type of stuff. However, I am noticing polarization and people being polarized is existing in every level of interaction that we have with other people, especially on social media. Um, a lot of people make quick snap judgments about things because of their polarization. Polarization actually, I feel like it, I'm trying to think of the way to explain it. It gives people a sense of their right to be right in that if I'm polarized to one side okay so let's let's take it to astrology even all right I'm a Pisces so I'm gonna pick Pisces polar opposite of Pisces is Virgo what I could do is concentrate on the fact that on the Virgo Pisces axis it would be Pisces that is more um, emotionally in tuned and distracted and kind of scattered, whereas Virgo energy is very focused. Um, it picks apart what's necessary from what's not. It's logical. These two energies, though they are polar opposites, can somehow reconcile each other. They're on the same axis. So if I'm too polarized, I could just identify all the way with Pisces and be like, fuck Virgo. Which, for me personally, would be a big mistake given the fact that I am a Pisces sun and Mercury, yes, but I have a Virgo dominant chart. So, you know, that would essentially mean I'm not accepting parts of myself. In our interactions that we have with people, our polarization comes out immediately. I'll post stuff on the Spiritual Gang for Certified page, random memes that are just funny to me, and someone always manages to kind of like look at it, kind of throw their view on it, and then decide things about me based on the post. Now, number one, we're all probably experiencing that on Facebook, whether you're running a page or not. So that's why I thought this was important to talk about. But, but, the problem that I see with people is that they don't even realize that they're doing it. So if you're not aware of something and it's running on the undercurrent, which is a very Piscean theme, by the way, um you're not going to take it well when people respond to that and tell you that's what you're doing. 
becoming depolarized is a very it can be kind of like a lonely process and I wanted to explain to you guys how I even got here so sometime last year a Facebook friend of mine who's a really great person wonderful father dope MC he can rap his ass off um, just a very skilled person that has a lot of talents and qualities about them that are just great and on top of that they're a helpful person they like interacting and helping other people well this person put up a screenshot from a group that they were in and I don't know how everybody else uses Facebook but I primarily use it to interact with people who I'm actually friends with or I'm in like music groups and stuff that I've been in for years, astrology or spirituality groups. I've never really used Facebook as a platform solely to argue with other people. So I learned with the story that I'm bringing up to you guys that there are people who, um, they, that's what they do on Facebook. Okay. Not, that's what they like to do. Fight with people. I don't like fighting with people. I don't ever go looking for a fight, but I feel like when someone brings a certain energy to me, if I decide to engage, yes, I'm going to engage well. Sometimes I decide not to engage at all. But anyway, my friend put up a post from some group he was in and it was just like really racist. Like basically the girl said she hoped that he got dragged by the back of a car until he was dead because of something he said that didn't even warrant such a response really it was it was really kind of harsh and since this group was based on race apparently people battling it so I became curious I'm a curious person I don't fight on the internet just to fight on the internet so I'm like eh, let's check this out so I asked him like what group is this and he says, um, he tells me what group it is. I don't want to put the group on, on blast necessarily, especially now since I'm an admin there, but that's a, we're getting to that. Anyway, so I'm like, what group is this? So he adds me to it. So I start observing the interactions that people are having. Now, mind you, this group is politically based and it has a heavy theme around race and racial issues. So, you know, I'm looking at these different posts I'm seeing people see different things, say different things, excuse me. I'm watching people flip out. They're like, And I'm just sitting back observing like I usually do. That's me. Like, I don't jump into the fray necessarily. I like to kind of like sit back and see where people are with things. So upon me joining this group, it was very clear that there were some people who were all the way to the left, others who were all the way to the right, and very few who like kind of we're in the middle ground so to speak um I've always considered myself to be kind of like in the middle but it got really ugly in that group like really ugly however I started to notice something about myself even though it was genuine curiosity that even brought me to to the group in general I still felt as if <laughs> it was too much. Like, 
I couldn't understand how people like to live at this like defensive stance against something else when when you can discuss things and kind of see where we are amicably we can get somewhere so I honestly had no intentions of going into this group and running it but because I'm fair-minded and other admins saw that they were like okay we're adding you as an admin and I'm like oh okay because I don't I don't get triggered so to speak easily politically like you know I'm not one of those people who takes gets offended very easily because I realize that people are communicating from their own um, sense of understanding and where they are in the world so I'm bringing this story up to say that even though like I kind of went into a situation that was like a war zone everybody was battling it out and I tend to be more fair-minded thank you Libra Rising (laughs) um it still felt as if there was something for me to learn and I realized that yeah as much as I am not triggered by certain things there were still certain things that I had pre-existing ideas about and I needed to open my mind up a little bit more to other people's opinions so I made it my mission to depolarize myself now the interesting thing about this is simultaneous to me joining this group I had just started following this person that has amazing tips for magic and he has a whole video where he discusses depolarizing yourself and I was like oh okay this is all on track so apparently this is where I'm supposed to be with it right now the universe is presenting me with opportunities to be able to kind of you know check myself so the process of depolarization for me went like this now I have to kind of talk politics even though I don't like to just for the sake of the fact that I'm bringing up this group that is about politics but I'm not a Democrat I'm not a Republican. I was brought up as a Democrat. I identified automatically with Democratic themes. And I did so for a very long time. And I remember a series of different things happening in my life that made me kind of just feel like politics was bullshit. And then I started paying attention to things, reading into the history of things, really providing myself with information so that I could make a an educated decision about how I feel on certain issues and things like that and not do it from the stance of, well, you're black, you're a black woman, so you should align with democratic policies. You know what I mean? So um, the process of the polarization, what comes along with it is realizing that you cannot pick a side. Like, I don't choose sides. I became very aware that most of us just do that. And that's how we we communicate from a standpoint of having chosen a side or from whatever our worldview is. And when our worldview is a certain way and we're polarized, if anybody is questioning our worldview, attacking it, even just mentioning something about it that they didn't like, when you're polarized, that's going to hurt your feelings you're going to respond from a place of defense. So, once you really start becoming aware of this, you start looking at how people interact with each other and they seem absolutely ridiculous. Like, totally ridiculous to you. Like, 
So that's why I said it's a very lonely process because you start noticing things that it seems like the majority of people don't, yet they're all caught up in it. And similar to like a spiritual awakening where you kind of feel like, you know, there's a lot of people in this world that don't understand some of the things that are now descending upon you as truth. The same thing happens with polarization. I wanted to encourage people to take a moment out to really examine whether you're as open-minded as you think you are. Are you just seeing things through a lens that um, has been built based upon your experiences, how you grew up, what you're expected to do, boxes people are trying to put you in, or do you really think what you think, believe what you believe, know what you know, from a place of, I've examined so many options, I've done a lot of research and study, and this is what rings true for me now. And additionally, I want to mention, when you're not polarized, you have absolutely no problem adjusting your worldview or your opinion on things based on new information being presented to you. So that's another important factor. I feel like because we're living at polarized times politically, um, there, there's far too much of people not thinking for themselves and instead being presented with either you, you're with us or against us. And then that forces you um, to kind of have to align yourself with a party or align yourself with an idea or people or a concept when really it's a lot more complicated than that. We're still in the midst of Mercury retrograde in Pisces. It's going to end soon in that the retrograde portion will be done, but Mercury's still going to be in its shadow till April 16th, y'all. I'm feeling like a sense of things not being clear right now due to the Mercury retrograde only exacerbates the sort of dissonance we can find in these polarized times that we live in. So I'm just imploring everybody to kind of take a look at you. You gotta go inward. You gotta figure out how you're really responding to people. What What is really there? Are you coming from a place of discussing truth and commonality? Or are you coming from a place of trying to be right? I learned a long time ago that when I operated from the standpoint of trying to be right, nothing was gained in the situation except a, a sense of me when I was right and I won an argument um, being victorious. I don't care about that shit anymore. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. How do you learn or grow as a person if you're so determined and stuck in your stance that you won't consider anybody else's points? Sometimes you'll consider other people's points and you can see something valuable in what they said that you should adopt. The flip side to that is sometimes you'll consider other people's points and you'll be like, no, based on, you know, me looking at different things, I don't agree with that. And that's fine. But the whole point of it is you have to recognize what place you're operating from. Do be careful with the rest of this um, retrograde season to check yourself for whether or not you're polarized or not. Do you have an us against them mentality? Are you really open to other people being free to do what they do? Or do you condemn them because they do something different than you? This is a time to examine that. This Mercury retrograde and Pisces energy, it's being pushed inward. This reflection that we can do right now is very valuable, especially considering 
we have the blessings of Saturn being home in Capricorn, which means, you know, and that's sextiling the Pisces energy, meaning, you know, there's an opportunity that lies here for you to do self-examination and build something really tangibly great out of it. You want to take advantage of that, but you always got to check yourself. So just wanted to remind everybody of that. Um, it just came on me heavy because so many things have happened this week with people I know and myself that have brought polarization to the fore again. And I just want to encourage everybody, really work on not just taking a side to take a side. Be open. Do research. Read. Explore. Don't just render anybody who thinks differently than you at an opposing pole of yourself. It's really icky, and we don't help the world out when we do that. But those are just my thoughts, y'all. Hope you're having a good week. Peace.